0: From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeeseport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media, Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the Executive Director. On this show, we talk one on one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monyonk area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Crisis Center North is a nonprofit center that serves victims of domestic violence in the northern and western communities of Allegheny County. Next year they're going to be celebrating their 40th anniversary, and they have a special event coming up on November 27th on the north side of the new Hazlet Theater in Pittsburgh. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what Crisis Center North does, and we're going to talk about some of the definitions. I, I think we we refer to domestic violence. And we don't necessarily define what that is all the time. On the line with me right now is the uh, executive director of Crisis Center North, Grace Coleman. Good morning, Grace. Good morning. Uh, So glad to have you on the program this morning. Uh, Before we go any further, tell us about the event uh, that is coming up. This is also, I believe, your annual meeting for Crisis Center North. It's coming up on Monday, November 27th.
1: We are very excited, Jason, about our event, as we will be having Dr. Rachel Levine, PA's physician general and acting secretary of health, to come and speak about her personal journey as a transgendered individual, as well as the special risks that the uh, transgendered community face within domestic violence. We're also delighted to have Robin Hammond, who is a five-time Amnesty International Award winner for his photography. Robin um, was a, a, had done a lot of work with war photography and then was kind of inspired from a human rights perspective to do an exhibit on transgendered individuals and traveled all across the world to allow individuals to sort of create their own photos and stories that go along with those, those photos. So we have a really fantastic uh, night planned for the community as free food. We wanted everyone to be able to uh, partake in the event, regardless of economics. So uh, looking forward to seeing everyone.
0: Is there a telephone number people can call for more information?
1: Uh, yes. Uh, you can call Crisis Center North at 412-364-6728. And we are asking that uh, the public go on to our Facebook page, which is Crisis Center North and uh, just pre-register. We just want to make sure we have enough uh, goodies for everyone on the night of the event.
0: <laughs> that is the most important thing. Grace Coleman is Executive Director of Crisis Center North. They uh, serve as a helper and advocate for people um, tackling domestic violence along with their children. I-, I want to talk not just about this event that you have coming up on November 27th, but also about what you do and what may be some of the misconceptions that we, uh, we may have about domestic violence. And I think that's one of the things that Dr. Levine is going to address in her talk on November 27th that domestic violence, you know, we may think of it as a man and a woman um, dispute, but as I think she's going to talk about, it's also same-sex couples sometimes, correct?
1: Correct, and according to Pennsylvania statute, it can also happen with individuals living within the same home, uh, with family members as well. And so one of the... So a brother and a sister,
0: a brother and a sister, a brother and a brother, cousins... All of these things can yeah, be- Yeah,
1: can... individuals living within the same home. And what's interesting about Crisis Center North is that we provide services that are encompassing all of that, not just intimate partner violence. Okay. So we have a holistic approach to, um, to the issue.
0: And the uh, telephone number, the hotline number, again, if you or somebody you know is suffering from domestic violence, four one two three six four five 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 six. If you just want general information, CrisisCenterNorth.org, or you can also find them on Facebook. Grace Coleman is our guest this morning for the entire half hour. Grace, tell me about yourself. Uh, where did you grow up and how did you uh, – you, you came to Crisis Center North, I think, in 1999. Tell us about your career path uh, before you got oh, to Crisis it's Center. It's a North.
1: kind of interesting one. I always refer to myself as uh, cat. cat because i think i've had many lives um i grew up in the endless mountains um my school was 40 minutes away as a child the nearest city was over an hour away and my father was a veterinarian
0: and i think that my
1: work there excuse me for just a second
0: um, can i interrupt for just a second did you say the endless (laughs) mountains
1: yes correct In
0: in, in what part of the country is the endless mountains
1: um, it's on the PA New York border. Oh, okay. Uh, so very close to uh, Binghamton, New York. Oh, okay. That's what okay. that that region is called? But it's a, a very remote area that I grew up in, and my father was a veterinarian, and so he was probably also the community's social worker, sure, and emergency responder, and everything else. So pretty much my entire childhood was <laughs> spent running a crisis center because we were the really really the nearest resource that anyone could kind of come to so it was perfect uh training for the work that i'm doing right now after that i uh was a journalist for a brief time and uh, was also uh, a college instructor in the field of women's studies and communication and then i found myself at crisis center north because i really was interested in applying all the things that i uh, learned in the academy to make communities better
0: uh, Crisis Center North, obviously, next year is celebrating its 40th anniversary. What would, do you have an idea of what the genesis the, the, of the founding uh, of, of the center oh, was? Oh, yes,
1: absolutely. I uh, met the founding mother when I came. Her name was Dee Walk, and her husband was a clinical um, psychologist who had a deep interest in the concept of domestic violence. And this would have been in the 70s, prior to 1976. And he actually opened up his home um, to help victims. And when he passed away, um, unexpectedly, and he was uh, in his early 50s, these individuals kept coming to the door, and his wife, Dee, was really unsure what to do with them. And after he had died, Dee's uh, journey and desire was to go back to law school, and she had been a teacher. And uh, these people kept coming to the door, and she really wasn't sure what to do, so then she started... Investigating domestic violence, and this was right around the time that the terminology was actually mm-hmm. be- there was actually becoming to be a word for that. And she became um, very concerned when she referred clients out to other um, psychologists who really didn't have a handle on the concepts or what being a victim was. So she decided no law school, and she was going to help these individuals. And so she started our center. Uh, in 1978 with $13.78 <laughs> and a group of really committed women. Um, I've, I was fortunate enough to get to meet some of them when I first became involved in the center. And, you know, they would do anything. They baked apple pies in order to go with the police on domestic violence calls. Mm. Um, <laughs> they were deadly serious about doing whatever they mm-hmm. had to do to make a difference in the community. And, and, and we kind of exist today because of their passion.
0: Uh, we're talking with uh, Grace Coleman. She's the Executive Director of Crisis Center North. She has been there since 1999. They are celebrating their 40th anniversary next year, and they have a annual meeting and special event coming up on November 27th. It is at the Hazel Theater on the north side of Pittsburgh. Dr. Rachel Levine, uh, Act- Acting Secretary of Health for the state of Pennsylvania, along with Pennsylvania P- Phys- Physician General, that's hard to say, uh, will be talking about <laughs> the special uh, issues of domestic violence that affect the LGBTQ community. Um, there will also be an exhibit by photographer Robin Hammond. It's called Where Love Is Illegal. Uh the doors open at 5:30. That is free, although they would like you to please call in advance so they know how many people are going to be there. 412 364 6728. If you missed any of that, you can go to crisiscenternorth.org. Uh if you or someone you know is suffering from domestic violence and that's not just a domestic partner or say, uh uh it, what did you call it? intimate partner uh, domestic violence, violence. So it's not just boyfriend girlfriend type of situations but if it's a cousin if it's a parent if it's uh, brother and sister um you can call as well they've got a hotline number 412 364 Five 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 six. Uh, Grace, we generally our show generally goes out. Um, well, we, we've added some stations, so it goes out to a, a, most of Allegheny County at this point. But um, generally speaking, we talk about issues in the South Hills of Pittsburgh and the Mon Valley area. How far does Crisis Center North's service area go? Uh,
1: we provide services to twenty three primary zip codes in Allegheny County, and primarily that's the northern and western areas mm-hmm. of the county.
0: And I should mention that there are uh similar agencies uh throughout our listening area Washington county, Westmoreland county, Southern Allegheny County. If someone calls and they hear this and they call and they 're not sure who to talk to, you will refer them to some place maybe closer. I-
1: Absolutely, We work very closely with our sister programs and
0: are happy to help. Okay. We're going to have a break coming up here in a couple of minutes, but before that, I th- you've alluded to something here when you were sort of talking about the early history of Crisis Center North that I think is important to point out, and I think we're going to get into more of that uh, later on in this conversation. But y- you talked about you came out of a, a background in journalism and in women's studies, and you talked about how this was kind of seen in the early to mid-'70s as a women's, issue. When did that mindset start to change that this is not an issue that affects women, it affects men, it affects children, it affects families, it affects, it it needs to be a topic for all of us to discuss. It's not just a
1: women's issue. I think that progression is actually an ongoing progression and that we keep working towards that. Um, I don't know if there's a particular time that I could pinpoint to, Mm -hmm. but particularly with the incidences that have occurred you know, in the last few years, domestic violence is no longer inside of people's homes and a private issue. Um, these these media incidences of people who are quite well-known have actually brought domestic violence out of the home and into the, into the limelight. And while those incidences are extremely unfortunate for the victims who have had to endure them, what they have done is created an opportunity for more dialogue about a topic that has largely been
0: that's a good place for us to pause. Let's uh, put a bookmark right there and come back in 30 seconds because I want to pick the conversation up right there. Our guest this morning is Grace Coleman. She's the executive director of Crisis Center North. Uh, they serve people, as she said, in 23 uh, northern and western communities of Allegheny County but can refer people to other agencies uh, if you do not live in that area. The, if you are suffering from domestic violence or someone you know is is a victim of domestic violence, you can call their hotline at 412 364 but we're also talking about the event they have coming up on November 27th. That's at the Hazlet Theater. It is their annual meeting. Dr. Rachel Levine, Pennsylvania's physician general, will be there along with photographer Robin Hammond, uh, who will have an exhibit up called Where Love is Illegal. And you can find out more about that by going to their Facebook page, Crisis Center North, or going to their website, crisiscenternorth.org. And we'll be back here in 30 seconds on Radio 81, WEDO, WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and Tube City Online. Stay tuned. You're listening to Two Rivers, 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media, Incorporated. If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. And we're back. Our guest this morning is Grace Coleman. She is the executive director of Crisis Center North. They serve victims of domestic violence, uh, including children, families, and teenagers. You can find them online at crisiscenternorth.org or on Facebook at Crisis Center North. And if you or someone you know could benefit from their services, 412 364 Five, six. They primarily serve the northern and western parts of Allegheny County, but if you call them, they will uh, refer you to an agency closer to your area. They have an event coming up November 27th with Dr. Rachel Levine. She's the Pennsylvania Acting Secretary of Health, uh, along with photographer Robin Hammond. That is coming up. Uh, it opens at 5.30 at the New Hazlet Theater on Monday, November 27th. Uh, when we took the break, uh, I was talking about how sort of the, the bad old days, um, of the 1970s, uh, domestic violence was, was something that police, I think, in many cases were not well-trained. First responders, I, would, I don't think they used that term then, were not well-trained to deal with. Uh, the court system was not well-trained to deal with. And as you said, even uh, psychologists and, and therapists were not necessarily well-trained to deal with. Um, that stigma and that inability to kind of focus on domestic violence has changed, but you said it's still an ongoing, evolving process. Is that Right.
1: I think it is. I mean, if you look at um, some of the recent media incidences in the last few years, one of the things that you still can find is that there is a lot of victim blaming or cultural focus on why a victim chooses to stay or why a victim doesn't leave when um, the reality is, you know, we should be talking about what causes the violence, what causes people to respond in such a violent manner, what exists culturally for us that we as a society aren't addressing and why aren't we asking, why, why are people hitting? Why are people stalking? Why? <laughs> so if you think about it, there's a lot of responsibility that's placed on victims. And that's unfortunate because there are so many obstacles and barriers that victims might face in terms of escaping a domestic violence relationship.
0: It occurs to me as, we're, as we were just talking that, that some of this conversation um, may be upsetting for, for some folks. And I apologize up front that I didn't mention that uh, at the beginning of the broadcast. You mentioned, you know, the hitting Um, which is what I think, you know, the classic sort of in-our-minds TV or movie depiction of domestic violence is 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 someone being physically assaulted. But you said stalking as well is a form of domestic violence.
1: Absolutely. I mean, there are many different forms of domestic violence. Essentially, domestic violence is exercising power and control over a victim. And sometimes that manifests itself as actual physical violence, but it can also manifest itself in terms of um, stalking behavior, tracking where a victim goes. We've had clients at our center who have had you know, devices placed in the trunk of their car so their perpetrator knows where they're at. at I've just
0: heard of that of recently. Yeah,
1: it's, it's kind of scary. I mean, I actually had a hotline call not so long ago myself where a victim was unable to determine why he always knew where she was at, and I said, check, check the trunk, pull up everything yeah. in the trunk, and she actually found a device there. So that, that's one method, emotional abuse is extremely insidious. I mean, it's like basically, I like to call this, this is no one's um, research definition, but the destruction of the soul, the destruction of the self-esteem, so that a person gets to a point where they feel like they are not capable or confident of doing anything. Um, And then you have sexual violence. There's economic violence. We've had clients that the, the money is closed off, or even the reverse, where perhaps a victim is required to have multiple jobs while the perpetrator doesn't work at all.
0: I was just wondering, because you mentioned that sometimes uh, people blame the victim. they say, "Well, why didn't she leave? Why didn't he leave? But if they control the bank accounts, which I, I'm amazed in 2017, we're still ha- run into that situation where one partner uh, controls the bank accounts and the other partner it, it doesn't have any access to them, um, it could be very difficult to leave and then layer on top of that, you know, the the emotional violence, the, the stalking. I would assume, and, and again, you've kind of alluded to this with the idea, and I just heard about this recently, um, that they can put, they have little tracking devices, I guess GPS enabled, right, that you can stick on someone's car. I hope we're not giving anyone any ideas, but has the the evolution of the internet and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, has that added a new layer to these stalking behaviors and the violent behaviors?
1: Absolutely, because now there's a whole new uh, level of way of following someone or controlling someone, even as simple as getting someone's computer, finding out what sites they have visited, has the individual gone on for help, is even individual speaking to an attorney. So hacking into computers can be a mechanism that individuals use to find out where where a victim is going, what a victim is, is doing. And so, you know, when when a victim attempts to leave a domestic violence relationship, the most important thing is safety, because as a victim asserts his his or her, you know, autonomy, the control is going to get worse because the perpetrator is losing control, and it's really important that the general public sort of be supportive at that period of time, because that's the most likely time of homicide, and Pennsylvania's homicides and specific Allegheny County homicides have run very high over the last uh, couple of years on a statewide basis. There have been some years where we've even surpassed Philadelphia in terms of the number of homicides due to domestic violence. And, of course, domestic violence, as we've just recently seen in the news, does not just affect the victim. Mm
0: -hmm. So when we
1: don't deal with it as a society, bystanders, individuals in churches, individuals in malls, individuals that don't even have anything to do with the situation are also at risk. So that's why I'm saying it's not a private issue anymore. And that domestic violence is very much out in the spotlight, and it impacts all of us.
0: Uh, Grace Coleman is our guest this morning. She's the executive director of Crisis Center North. They uh, help victims of domestic violence and their families, and not just uh, what we call intimate partner or romantic relationships, I guess is romantic. I'll put that in scare quotes uh, because there's not much romance involved, right? But not just those kinds of relationships, but also brothers and sisters, um, cousins, uh, people, other people in the household who may be victims of domestic violence. We're going to be talking specifically in the next couple of minutes about uh, same-sex partnerships and how i I think we talked about how the criminal justice system was not very well set up forty years ago to deal with uh husband and wife domestic violence um, I think it's definitely still evolving when it comes to uh same sex partnerships before we get there we're going to have one more break to take but but again before we take that break uh, I, I, I want to ask you about something that that just you kind of triggered a thought for me and is this a public health issue or a criminal justice issue, or both?
1: I think it's both. I mean, I uh, was walking with my husband. We get up very early in the morning to take walks together the other day, and I said, you know, I was just reading some uh, research, and I'm more likely to be harmed in a domestic violence incident as a woman than I am to be in a car accident or even to contract cancer, which we all know is very uh, a huge threat individuals' health, at least in the United States. So, I mean, the the numbers are overwhelming about the number of individuals who face this. One in three women have been or will be a Mm. victim of domestic violence. And if that were, say, a disease the CDC would be crawling through the streets <laughs> to find out the cause, we'd,
0: right? We'd be quarantining people. Uh, we, Correct. We, we have uh, just a couple of more minutes left. I want to take our last 30-second break. When we come back, let's talk a little bit about what the focus of uh, Dr. Rachel Levine's talk is going to be. This is on November 27th at the New Hazlick Theater, and this is the serves as the annual meeting as well as kind of a 40th anniversary celebration uh, or a preview, I guess, for Crisis Center North. Uh, you can find out more information about that event, um, and we'll be talking about that event at crisiscenternorth.com. ORG or by going on Facebook to Crisis Center North Grace. You can stick with us for a few more minutes. Sure. Okay, and we hope that you can stay tuned as well. We'll be back in 30 seconds here to wrap things up on Radio 81 WEDO, WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. Stay tuned. Uh Tube City Online has reached a critical point in our history where we need to raise money from the public to continue providing information both online and on the radio. If you can help by making a donation, we would very much appreciate it. Go to our website, TubeCityOnline.com, and click the Donate button. And thanks for supporting independent media in the Monioc area. And we're back for a final few minutes. Our guest this morning is Grace Coleman. She's the executive director of Crisis Center North. Uh, they serve people mostly in northern and western Allegheny County who are victims of domestic violence. Uh, but if you are outside of their service area, they will refer you to an agency closer to you, including to us here in the Bond Valley and South Hills of Pittsburgh, 412 364 5556 is their hotline. You can get general information by going to their website, crisiscenternorth.org. And if you're interested in their upcoming event, which is on November 27th, which is what we're going to talk about next, you can call them uh, their office number at 412 364. Six seven two eight. We will give those numbers out one more time later on in the broadcast. So Dr. Rachel Levine is the Acting Secretary of Health for the state of Pennsylvania. She's also the Physician General, kind of like the Surgeon General, but on the the state level for Pennsylvania. And she is going to be speaking uh, November 27th at the New Hazlitt Theater on the north uh, side of Pittsburgh. And uh, this is a crisis center north. This is like your annual meeting, correct? Yeah. And she's going to be talking particularly about how domestic violence affects the LGBTQ community. So the uh, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender um, community, uh, along with their allies. And as, as I mentioned before, we took the break. Uh, the classic sort of TV and movie depiction of domestic violence is a husband and a wife uh, in an argument that becomes violent, right? And that's a total stereotype, but that was sort of what we saw on TV and movies or maybe how we even envisioned it and certainly maybe even how the criminal justice system treated domestic disputes. But as more and more people um, are involved in same-sex partnerships and as same-sex marriage has become legal, uh, are, are you seeing more and more victims of in, in same-sex partnerships that are coming to you for help with domestic violence?
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, domestic violence can impact anyone in any population. It's the one crime that that goes past all economic barriers, cultural barriers, racial barriers, and it affects everyone equally. Um, So you don't have to be in a particular class of individuals, a particular race, a particular economic status to experience domestic violence. Um, I think for the LGBTQA plus community, one of the concerns that I have and, and why our organization really wanted to do this event is because they're even at a greater risk. Um, if you look at the statistics regarding the violence that impacts that community, it's amazing. It isn't just increased rates of murder, which we've seen in the news uh, this year, but almost half of transgendered people have experienced some form of, of sexual violence. And wow. then about a third have experienced domestic violence. So they are definitely a community at risk. And we wanted to make sure that um, that community knows that our, our doors are open to help.
0: I, I, are there any special, I, I don't want to say risk factors necessary necessarily, I, I, I'm thinking more along the lines of are there any complications that may arise for either um, a therapist, a counselor, social worker, criminal justice, police, dealing with a same-sex uh, relationship that, that makes it more complicated, or is it about the same, is it the same dynamic?
1: Well, I think that each individual situation is different, so I wouldn't classify a okay. situation within a community as sort of having a prototype, if that if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, when we when we're working with victims at our center, we look at every individual as an individual. Um, backgrounds could be very diverse. Um, whether or not an individual has had adverse childhood experiences can uh, come in and actually kind of layer uh, the trauma that an individual has experienced. So, you know, oftentimes an individual doesn't just have this one traumatic experience and, and each one of those traumatic experiences can impact the next.
0: Uh, that is, I is, let me let let's get back to that. And I, we're running out of time. Unfortunately, so often as we have these conversations, just as, just as we get into the meat of something, <laughs> we have to stop. And, and maybe we'll have, you, have to have you back here pretty soon then. Uh, Grace Coleman is executive director of the Crisis Center North. You can find them online, crisiscenternorth.org. If you or someone you know is a victim of domestic violence, 412-364-5556 uh, is their hotline number. November 27th, Dr. Rachel Levine, the Pennsylvania uh, uh, physician General and Acting Secretary of Health will be speaking at a special event for Crisis Center North. There will also be a photography exhibit called "Where Love Is Illegal." It's by uh, Robin Hammond, who's an award-winning photographer. This is coming up at the New Hazlet Theater on uh, Monday, November 27th. Uh, this is—is is this a? Can, can I call this a fundraiser for Crisis Center North? Is that uh,
1: Actually, it's open to the public. We're accepting donations, but we just felt the message was so important that we were happy to go out there and find sponsorship in order to make sure everyone could uh, join us.
0: In, in the final few minutes, is there, and, and maybe I was skirting around this topic as I asked you if there's any special complications, but is there still stigma attached to being the victim of domestic violence or to have lived, lived in a house as a, a child or sister, or brother, or whatever, where domestic violence was happening? Is there still a stigma? Are people still afraid to report it?
1: I think they are afraid to report it. I think they're afraid because so often people ask, why did you stay? Why did that happen to you? Why didn't you leave sooner? Um, You know, what did you actually heard yesterday someone say, well, what did that? What did she contribute to the situation that that made him so angry? And I thought, wow, is it 2017? (laughs) Or is it 1947? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I think there are still pervasive attitudes that make us wonder why an individual stays. And I, I think that that's the kind of stigma that our, our center really wants to uh, to educate about.
0: We have maybe a minute left or so. Um, and in that 60 seconds or so, can you tell us what are some warning signs? If, if people are if have been listening to our, our discussion and they're saying, well, my granddaughter, my son, My daughter, my nephew, my niece, there's something wrong there, but I don't know exactly what. What are some warning signs that people should be looking out for?
1: Well, I think whenever uh, domestic violence starts, isolation is a big key. So if an individual can't come to family gatherings anymore, is always too busy, there's a change in the interaction with the family, that can be a sign. I think um, like cell phones, we talked about technology, cell phones constantly receiving calls, constantly receiving text, being glued to the cell phone to essentially report where they're at at all times. Huh. Um, Changes in personality. Those kinds of things can indicate that an individual may be in a situation where they require help.
0: Crisis Center North helps victims of domestic violence and their families in 23 different parts of northern and western Allegheny County. If you do not live in their direct service area, they will refer you to someone closer to you. On November 27th, that's a Monday, they are going to present Stories Coming Together at the New Hazel Theater on the north side of Pittsburgh. It's an evening exploring how domestic violence affects the LGBTQA community. Uh, admission is free Dr. Rachel Levine uh, Pennsylvania Acting Secretary of Health and the state's physician general will be speaking there and if you or someone you know has been the victim of domestic violence and you want information their crisis hotline answers 24 hours a day at 412 412- You can find them online at CrisisCenterNorth.org. Grace Coleman is the Executive Director. Grace, uh, good luck on November 27th, and thanks for taking some time to talk with us this morning.
1: No problem. Thank you for having us and for giving exposure to the issue of domestic violence.
0: And thank you all for listening this morning to Radio 81 WEDO, WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, Copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media, Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at TubeCityOnline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media, Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, the Keysport P.O. One five one three four. You can email us at tubecitytiger@gmail.com at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.